American corn farmers, a proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing, pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, whatever, whatever time it is, wherever you are. This is Willie Lawson. This is The Weekend Wrap, a production of FightBackMedia.com. 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 And this Weekend Wrap is going to be a little different. I want to talk about some concepts um, as we look into the coming week uh, that you might hear about. And uh, one of them is Tea Party 2.0. I wanted to sort of go back in my history with the um, with the Tea Party, and sort of give you you know my gut feeling and and our gut feelings here at Fight Pack Media about something um, that's being called Tea Party 2.0, and especially because of what we saw in the Million Maga March in D.C. yesterday, oh Saturday, and um, and how. How that worked out, and 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 what that means, uh, you know, and 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 frankly, I'm not sure exactly what it means, but we're going to bounce around a little bit, and um, and hopefully we can get your input in the comments, uh, what you think that means, if if it means anything, if it's a last gasp of a dying thing, um, or if it means it's the beginning of something, because sometimes you know you, it's hard to tell. You know, birth is a loud messy thing there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of anticipation there's a lot of fear sometimes even uh when you're bir- when you're birthing something new just like you know the birthing of uh, of the country uh it, it it was not organized it was not it was as planned as it could be but it wasn't all that well planned and you need and you need some luck here and there um, to go for, for things to go your way in order to start a brand new nation. So, and even when you're talking about the birth of a child, uh, if you've if you've not if you've not been in the delivery room, it's not like it is on TV. <laughs> you know, it's not like it is on the Hallmark Channel when somebody has a baby and they lift the child up and he's sparkling clean and smiling. No, it's messy. I'll just put it that way. It's messy. So sometimes when you're starting something new, it's messy. And oftentimes when you're starting a movement new, it comes out of some pain. It comes out of some disappointment. New movements normally come out of when you lose. When you lose, when you are defeated in something and then something new and then you're able to build something new. And because and sometimes you're not able to build something new until you lose. You, 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 you ever experienced that? Uh, I was talking to a, a more Philip on the Talking With program. You want to check that out. That's available out there everywhere, Talking With. And it wasn't until Amor lost her job and then she had to regroup to start her own company. The chances are that she would have stayed exactly where she was and not and not been able to do the great things that she's been able to do 
had she not lost her job in a downsizing in, the, you know, in Obama's recession. So it, it, it is interesting that sometimes we have to look at uh, something that may be painful to us to spark us into something new. So there's this talk about Tea Party 2.0. We'll talk a little bit about that today. Uh, and um, we're going to talk about some of the, some of the events uh, of the the ma- the ma- the Million MAGA March in D.C. Super well attended. I'd, if that's is that, is that a good thing? Well, I think it's a good thing. Uh, and we're going to talk about a little bit about you know what's happening with the election. There is, folks, there is still plenty of time. It is today when I'm recording this. It is the fifteenth of November. The electors aren't going to meet for a month. The electors aren't scheduled to meet for a month. I believe the um, the date is December 14th. So they're not even scheduled to meet for a month. There's plenty of time for all the legal challenges that are coming. And there are a number of legal challenges. They're just come legal challenges are coming out of the friggin' woodwork. And then the um, when they meet on the 14th, and then I think on the 6th of January are when the official counts are made of the electors. And at that point, we will know who the president of the United States is. At that point, we will not know beforehand. It doesn't matter a tinker's damn what CNN says or MSNBC or Fox or Newsmax or OAN or 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 the or fightback media it doesn't it doesn't matter a tinker's damn what you see on the AP dashboard it doesn't matter it doesn't matter so please don't get caught up in, in in all of that when the electors vote on December 14th and when those votes are counted on January 6th then you will know end of story so right now keep your powder dry you know Focus on your family, focus on the holidays, focus on Thanksgiving. Um, you know, it is my advice and our advice here at Fight Back Media um, that you meet with your families. This is not medical advice, and we are not responsible for anything that happens if you follow this advice. But our advice is meet with your families because so often, so often we find that we make excuses for not doing that. And then later we are regretful because that might have been the last time you get to see uncle so-and-so or auntie so-and-so or cousin, you know, what's his face? Because for one reason or another, you didn't do what you really had in your heart to do. As time moves forward, no matter who's elected president, my friends, no matter who's elected president, as president, as time moves forward, we are going to have to be shored up by our family. Our families are going to have to stick closer together than ever. So spending time away from them is not how we want to start 2021. I'm telling you, we need we need to get close. We need to make plans. We need to make plans to stay connected and staying connected on Zoom or, 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 or FaceTime is not connection or on Facebook is not, is not connection. 
You need to hold hands. You need to hug. You need to pray together. So that's my suggestion. Now, why do I tell you that when other people are telling you, telling you something different? Well, in California, if the strip clubs can be open and the churches can't meet, that tells you it ain't about coronavirus. It ain't about COVID-19. If the strip clubs can be open, but the churches are closed and you can't have a church service in your home, but you can go to the strip club. It was one thing that you couldn't go to church, but you can go to Walmart. Uh, that, that was one thing. But damn, now in California, you, can, you can't go to church, but you can go to the strip club? Are you serious? Are, is, are there, is there more human dander? <laughs> God, because I can't think of anything else to call it. Floating around in a strip club than any place in the world. Naked people. People hanging around. Naked people. At a strip club. Are you serious? How do you, how do you have a socially distanced lap, lap dance? I know in Tampa there's a six-foot rule. <laughs> yeah, what anvil? Really? Doesn't make much sense, does it? So if you can go to a strip club in California, but you can't go to church, it's not about COVID-19. So meet with your families, please. Meet with your families. Hug. Pray. Enjoy enjoy a meal together. Plan for 2019. Plan on how, how you're going to stay connected physically. Stay connected. And then execute those plans next year. For sure. For sure. All right. Let's, um, let's spend just a, a, a few minutes talking about Tea Party 2.0. Uh, some of the leftists who saw that Trump supporters, primarily, I mean, that's just what it is. We got to call it what it is. Primarily, are not done yet. It was interesting. I saw some, some video of some Trump supporters partying, dancing together, laughing together, enjoying each other's company. Literally just enjoying each other's company. And yes, I saw black people and white people and Spanish people and Asian people who were all Trump supporters, who had their MAGA gear on. And a lot of them were just having, it's funny, they were just having a good time. They were marching, you know, at D, you know in D.C. towards the Supreme Court building. And they were full of energy and they were full of pos positivity. There was no hate. There was no... Um, FBLM, there wasn't any, there wasn't any of that going on. There just wasn't. Just so many, so many inst instances of uh, people generally, I mean, genuinely enjoying themselves and having a good time. Well, until the crowd thinned out and then the man Tifa pukes showed up and started causing trouble. But that's was kind of expected, right? Excuse me, I'm going to enjoy some of this. No, it's not beer. It's actually um, Walmart's, excuse me, um, original. No, it's, I'm sorry, Cash and Carry. Uh, cash and Carry? 
Winn-Dixie, sorry. Winn-Dixie Original Sparkling Water, that's what that is. And it's very good. It's actually very good sparkling water. So anyway, um, and and some people on the right, on the left, were calling it this. This could be the two party two, the Tea Party two point zero. Let's back up to the original Tea Party. Some of you weren't involved in the Tea Party movement. Uh, some of you were, but a lot of you weren't. Let me give you a quick thumbnail sketch, because uh, I was, I actually was blessed enough to be in on some of the original um, conference calls. As, tea, as the Tea Party movement was getting started um, back in 2009, 2000, late 2008, 2009. Um, it was basically led by some libertarians who wanted to keep the Tea Party movement based on economics, purely, if they could. They weren't that interested and of course, if you were there and you want, and, and if you understand, if you want to correct me, you're welcome to correct me in the comments. Good luck. Um, that the Tea Party was was based on economics. The acronym T stands for taxed enough already. It didn't have anything to do with Barack Obama being black. It didn't have anything to do actually with Barack Obama. It had to do with George. Bush acquiescing to every Democrat wish list item in the world, and including the war, um, Gulf War One, and spending money like a drunken sailor at the end of his second term. That's what sparked the Tea Party. It was not like the media would have you believe that it was the election of a black president. No, it was not. And and I know a lot of you who believe that who believe that, that that's the truth. You really do in your heart of hearts, and that is just the cutest, dumbest little thing you could imagine. Because you're wrong. Because you're super wrong. You are 180 degrees to the wrong. You have wrong all over you. You have wrong coming out of your butt. That's how much wrong you are. Um, and the people who, who know I'm right, go ahead and say so in the comments, who know, who know that I, I'm, I'm correct about this. And the problem came because a lot of conservatives, even, even social conservatives, at that point felt that they had been abandoned. They were, looking for, they were looking for a place to yell and to protest and to say, enough already. So the social conservatives, and, and this is what... A lot of my libertarian friends, it took them a while to understand. Social conservatives are, were the are the working are, are the um, the working bees in the Republican hive. They're the worker bees. They're the there's the one they're the ones who's who stuffed envelopes, who make phone calls, who knock on doors, who do flag waving, uh, who. Who, you know what? Who do donut sales and pancake sales and and you know do what I mean? They they do all the grunt work of campaigns. Those are the people who do that. The social conservatives, because things like gay marriage, things like um, abortion, are the things that trigger in, uh, that trigger them into into action. 
yeah, taxes are a problem too. They'll tell you, but but their single issue it may be abortion. Their single issue might have been gay marriage, um, and the and the redefinition of marriage that that sparks them into action. And you need your worker bees. You must have your worker bees because for them, for the social conservatives, it's not an academic exercise. It's an emotional thing that gets them off the couch. So as we're watching the the Tea Party grow and evolve, it became bigger and a lot more people involved and the demographics of the Tea Party movement changed as well. The Tea Party movement became older. It became more socially conservative. Now, I remember I just said that that wasn't the original intent by some of the from the founders. Some of the original calls I, were on, I was on basically said, let's not make this a socially conservative thing. Let's keep this focused on economics. Let's keep this focused on taxes. It didn't. It was like dropping, you know, spilling milk on the floor and trying to mop it up with a wet mop. Every time you put the mop down, it just went out farther. And it's because a lot of people felt disenfranchised. A lot of conservatives felt disenfranchised. There wasn't anywhere for them to go. So they declared themselves Tea Partiers. They declared themselves Tea Parties and they were part of the Tea They were instantaneously self-anointed into the Tea Party movement. And a lot of them, frankly, didn't really know the origin and didn't know the... Um, and didn't really understand the original intent, which caused division and problems. So many amateurs basically involved in the process, so many amateurs involved in the process. Uh, you know, it's, it's always funny when I, um, I have this conversation with... Um, people who are on the left and we talk about the Tea Party movement uh, I have a neighbor who was sure that the Tea Party movement was part of some some Republican scheme yeah stop laughing because I, 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 I basically had to tell him hey listen listen the, tea, the Republican Party wishes to God that they have the, had the same sort of juice to put some of these gatherings together they wish to God they had that kind of juice, that sort of impetus, to, impetus to make people act. They don't. And frankly, my friends, they still don't. It was not the Republican Party that put all those people on the streets in D.C. this weekend. It was not the Republican Party. It wasn't. Frankly, it was Donald Trump. It was the MAGA, it was the Million MAGA March. The Republican Party had nothing to do with that. There isn't any way that the Republican Party could organize, mobilize, anything like that in that short, short amount of time. And it would have not been nearly as well intended. Now, some people have deemed what they saw as not Republicans, but Trumplicans. 
Well, and I don't like that because it's meant in a, in a derogatory way. But it's a lot of, you know, I, I had some people that I, you know, I contacted back in 2008 through 2015 who called themselves Obamacrats. They weren't Democrats in the traditional sense. As a matter of fact, they, they didn't give a rat's patoot about politics or the Democrat Party until there was Obama. So they were Obama supporters, but they weren't Democrats. They even called themselves Obamacrats. So I guess it's fair, although I don't really like it, but I guess it's fair that the people that we saw yesterday in the streets of D.C., or Trumplicans. They're not necessarily Republicans. They're definitely, they're definitely not Republicans for the most part in the truest sense of what media and culture has said Republicans are. They are, they, they are truly not. They, they are people that may want to participate in what someone, some of us would call Tea Party 2.0. But in order to have, let me see here how much time I have, not much left. Uh, in order to have something like Tea Party 2.0, it would truly have to have a different and albeit wider focus, which is tough to do. Which is tough to do. This Tea Party 2.0 would have to in order for it to be successful, my my thoughts, my opinion. Um, and I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> it's, sorry, it's the only child coming on to me. Um, they would, it would have to focus on a number of things. First of all, it would have to be focused on the adherence, the strict adherence to the originalist adherence to the Constitution. And that's tough. It's tough because there are a lot of people who are my friends and people I support who kind of aren't, who kind of don't know. And let me give you a very quick example. We are not supposed to have presidents who have running mates. We are not. That's supposed to be two, two separate elections. Did you know that? Look it up. Look it up. Um... So let's start with something something simple like that. There, there, there was never supposed to be a Trump-Pence ticket. We were supposed to vote on the president, and they were, we were supposed to vote on the vice president. Like in a lot of states, they have a governor's race, and they have a lieutenant governor's race, similar to that. Did you know that? How many people know that? So we're talking about, you know, strict, con I mean, strict constitutionalists. And I think that we have to focus on that. Uh, we have to make sure, I mean, look back and say, oh, no, no. And, and senators should not be elected by popular vote. They're not. Senators should be elected by what? By state legislators. And at this point, if that was the case, Getting judges approved for, for, you know, for conservatives would be easy because we have more Republican controlled um, houses of, you know, what 
legislatures around the, around the country than there are Democrats, so it would be fairly easy. If, indeed, we were adhering to what the Constitution says, we'd have to, Tea Party 2.0 would have to be a party of, of originalists. They would have to be a party of originalists. It would also have to be a party that decided that the regressive, the, <laughs> the, the progressive tax system must go. Must go. Must be done away with. Must be abolished. There shouldn't be tax reform. There should be tax um, restoration. There should be. It, it, it should have to be. It, it needs to be destroyed. The progressive tax system, which is really a regressive tax system, must be destroyed. And and well, what would we do? We would move to a different sort of tax system. Maybe a fair tax. Maybe a flat tax, possibly. And a fair tax seems more constitutional than, than, than the flat tax because it, is, it would be based on transactional things that are things of transactional, not just not on your income. We were never intended to have an income tax on the federal level, especially. So it would be fairly easy to make the argument that we shouldn't have it on a local level either. Although the Constitution doesn't really address that, so I imagine that some places would do that. There's two things that we'd have to, that we would have to talk about. Um, and, 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 for, and for me personally, to have any part of a Tea Party 2.0, those would have to be two of the planks, two of the planks that would have to be there. Now, the because of what I said before about your worker bees being social conservatives, there'd be no way you could leave them out. So the abolition of abortion would have to be a focus. Not just the um, reform of, uh, of abortion and making, and, making, and making, making them harder to get and not funding them by federal means no they it would have to you would have to focus on the uh, the abolition of abortion in America yeah i know and these are all these are all big asks i know asks a s k s asks it's a big thing huge it's like you know the the big i mean the 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 green new deal sort of big that would be the thing that you would have to and that, that you would have to go after. I don't think you could go after um, repealing uh, gay marriage. And if you and if you did, the constitutionalists, the originalists, would say, then that would go back to the states, where it should be. So yes, in uh, Maine, you can marry a man, but you couldn't do that in Florida or Georgia. In California, you could marry your hedgehog. But you couldn't marry your hedgehog in Mississippi or Alabama or Virginia. Yes. Liberty is messy. Very messy. So that would be a two-party, you know, a Tea Party 2.0 um, very, very tough to put together. 
because you would need, again, you would need originalist and you would need um, constitutionalist and you'd also need social conservatives all working together. And that was the division that made it impossible for Tea Party Party 1.0 to be a factor now. Now we saw Tea Party 1.0 and then we we saw Tea Party 1.01, 1.02 as the Tea Party sort of changed from uh, outdoor functions to get to more of a Republican sort of situation, getting people elected. And it was important in 2010. It was a Tea Party that got that won the House for the Republican Party. We even saw a Freedom Coalition show up in the Senate and the House. But obviously it was not appreciated, not adopted by Republicans or the the Republican Party. So this Tea Party would also have to be ready to fund and to to, to find and to fund and to run candidates of their own. Knowing that they would act as a third party that might unseat Republicans. Knowing that they may play the Ross uh, Perot. Ross Perot is that name? The Ross Perot in some of these elections. That's the only way Tea Party 2.0 would be able to be successful and get that off the ground. My name is Willie Lawson. This is the Weekend Wrap. Uh, thank you ever so much for, for, for dropping in. We will see you. To, we'll see you tomorrow on the morning report on uh, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. To we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye bye now. Our degrees are what Virginia employers are looking for. Get the in-demand skills you need to land your dream job. Visit OnlineVirginia.net to explore online degree options from our partner Virginia colleges and universities and find the right program for you. Over the next 10 years, Comcast is committing $1 billion through Project Up to reach tens of millions of people with the opportunities and resources they need to build a world of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up.